0: Did I, did I get, is that all them? Did I miss anything? That sounded good to me. Okay, excellent. Then. You're getting better on this. Dude, we're professionals. When we were talking yesterday and I, I had like the YouTube yeah. sponsorship, like pitch ready to go. <laughs> oh yeah? As soon, as soon as we get sponsored. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. This episode sponsored by Nuclear Blast Records.
0: <laughs> Ba-boom. Get your nuclear blast today. Yeah, we're not sponsored it. that was a fake line that was a fake out read check um, out sabaton's new album the the war of <laughs> the wars
1: uh, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> war of the wars out now september 16th 2019
0: get your copy tomorrow dude how sick would it be if they have an album remotely named that you heard it first <laughs> you heard it here first folks
1: Nerds, it's uh, Larry Biscuit and friends back with another very special episode of Powerful Podcast. Uh, Four Gates could not make it this week, but we have ZeldaFan355. Yo, we got Darko. Hello. And we got our, our brand new best friend from Poland who was here last time, Don. Hey. See? And uh, we got a very special episode this, this month, just like always. They're all special.
0: I was going to say, we call every episode <laughs> yeah. a special every episode. Every episode
1: is a special episode, but this episode is doubly special because it doubles as our Christmas episode for the year.
2: Yay. We're
1: yes. going to get into the, the spirit of giving back to the community, and uh, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of small bands that you may not have heard
0: of. Yeah, it's our favorite thing when people reach out to us on social media and say, hey, I discovered this new awesome band because of you guys and I never would have done so regardless. And so that makes us feel, okay, we're doing some good for the world and that's what we're
2: trying to accomplish with this episode. Yeah. Yeah, we just want everyone to find out about more stuff, new stuff than other ways you might, know, you might not hear about. We got some obscure ones on here
0: too. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, Yeah, we got some real small stuff. So before uh, we get into the the small stuff, we can talk about the news. of some more mainstream stuff. Some super fun news this week, this month. Yeah, stuff
1: has happened. A lot of stuff. So we'll start neutral first. We'll start neutral first. So uh, Thornbridge, they've got a new album coming out finally.
0: Uh, They said it's coming out what February, February eighth, apparently. As yes, Thornbridge, their new album "Theatrical Masterpiece" will be coming out on February eighth. I really liked their first album; uh, it was one was of my favorites. What was 2016 twenty sixteen AOTY? Yeah, I think twenty sixteen. Yeah, <clears throat> It was one of my favorites that year. These guys, uh, they're kind of like uh, Orden Ogan, where they have just like these really big, like harmonized, catchy choruses, but they actually have a riff or two in there, so that's fun. Um, they also said that this album was going to come out last year, like last June, and then that didn't happen, so... Because they had some like shenanigans with the record label, didn't they? I don't know. I don't All know. All I
1: know is that I was sad when it didn't come out last June, but at the same time, that was like an eight-month turnaround, and I thought they were fucking crazy for uh,
0: saying that. Yeah, I think it's just much more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Did you guys listen to Thornbridge, Darko, Don? No.
3: Yeah, I have... I have, and it's, yeah, it's like basically Ordenogan. but better. Yeah. <laughs> better than their last album. I don't remember what it was called even.
1: I think uh, What Will Prevail was actually one of the first metal CDs that I bought. Whoa. What was it? Yeah. Because I realized, because my auxiliary port in my, my car stopped working, and I'm like, shit, I only have a CD player. So then I bought that album, and then like a bunch of other albums. But Thornbridge might have been the first. I don't remember. It's it's up there. Definitely first like five.
0: Yeah, really strong debut from those guys. Uh we'll see what they do with their sophomore effort. I assume we'll get a single at some point. Mm we well, might get one before the end of the year. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be nice. Uh, so wanna be on the lookout for. And speaking of uh new albums coming out, Uh, We mentioned this one a few months back, but the band Eternity's End has their second album coming out on December 26th in Japan. (laughs) Their second album, Unyielding, uh, they just announced, will be released uh, via Avalon Marquee in Japan. They are still looking for a label for the American and European release, uh, but it will be out there, I suppose. That means we can squeak it in to 2018 album of the year true if if this album blows us away which it might that was their debut was one of my favorites of fifth, six, one of those years i guess uh, probably 2016 we're on like that point point of the album cycle here but i think this is gonna be a really uh impressive record they even noted on their uh announcement what the style of the album will be like it says, completely stripping away the progressive elements and keyboard-driven production style of the band's debut album, the band opted for a more aggressive, r- riff-oriented approach with occasional speed thrash influences blended with neoclassical elements, Ooh, I love simpler neoclassical. song structures, and an even greater emphasis on dual-lead guitar keyboard solo trade-offs. Oh, that's the, the raw guitar-dominant production style was provided by Piet Silk, whose name I can't pronounce correctly. I think it's just Pete Silk. Yeah, Pete Seal. Seal of Iron Savior, whom also provided choir vocals. So that's nice. Also, Jens Lanhart provided those choir vocals mm-hmm. and lead vocals on the a bonus track. Some, they have some new uh, members on this, particularly, hopefully I say this right, Yuri Sanson from Hybria, who have like a very impressive album. Uh, check out Steel Lord on Wheels, uh, Defying the Rules, some incredible power metal. Uh, Every member of this band has a huge pedigree. If you look them up on Metal Archives, uh, this is one to keep an eye out for. And they have cool artwork. Shout out to Metal Archives. It's a concept album about uh, stuff in space. It's a concept album uh,
1: describing the saga of a 900-year conflict implicating mankind and all sentient life in the Milky Way against a formless, all-consuming, omniscient interdimensional entity capable of assembling controlling non-organic life
0: forms. That sounds like Mass Effect. Kind of. It's like a Mass Effect like but on a smaller time scale. Not not quite Lovecraftian bloodborne thing with like
1: you no. Know. Like that's that's the reapers. That's what the reapers do in Mass Effect.
0: Indeed. But who knows? Maybe it's not what if this whole thing is just a tie-in to Mass Effect? That'd be cool. Mass Effect <laughs> Mass Effect 5? That doesn't Mass suck. Mass Effect 5, Eternity's End. Yeah. Let's do it, guys. Anyway, so that'll be one to keep a lookout for. Uh, squeaking it in at the end of the year. Um, we'll see if it ends up in the Um of the Year discussions next month. If anything, the album art is great. That's true. It's very nice. It's looks very expensive. Yeah. Serious contender for album art of the year. <laughs> definitely
1: oh wait shit this this is a real or, or fake real i'm not sure but it's it's on canvas with oil is the style uh, that's actually really cool i don't know about that i don't know if it's real or not but that's the style they're going for you can see the canvas behind the brush strokes if they're real or not
2: it's not a high res enough image to tell that it's it is the style yeah
0: yeah, but I don't Maybe know if it's real.
2: The only thing that I don't like is the light, the colored lightsabers that <laughs> dudes have. It's like Power Rangers. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, it's weird. It, it, I don't know, but it's in general, it's great. It's a really nice art. It's, it's a really cool impressionistic style. Yeah. Oil on canvas
1: sci fi art.
0: Yeah, artwork by Phil Tugas, if I'm saying that right. Cool. Cool. And now let's get into the the weird news. Yeah.
2: Stuff let's has happened it. in the past months. Stuff that is very interesting. Stuff that could only happen in this time, which makes this a great time to be alive on <laughs> a way. So this is not strictly power metal news. This is music related. This is music industry.
1: And unfortunately we are we are a little late on it, but it does mean we can do a nice full package postmortem wrap up. yeah So,
2: yeah, everything we'll is said and done today. Now, so no half truths, everything is in the down now. You might have heard y- you might have heard or read at the beginning of November about this band called Fretting or Fretting, I don't not sure how to pronounce it, but threaten Fretting, fretting, like frets, like fretting. Yeah, like a threat, threatening someone. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So this is a band that booked a whole tour for Europe, hit in many cities, in many countries, started, started in England. And it turned out that nobody showed up to the first show and nobody showed up to the second show. Even though... Nobody like the crowd or the band? The crowd. It was just the band Mm -hmm. there. And the band that was opening for them. And no one came. Even though they reported that it was sold out Hmm? beforehand. So you could see in their Facebook that the attendees were on the hundreds. We're talking about uh, 200, 300 people venues at the start. And they allegedly had sold every ticket, but there was no one there. Hmm. And by the third venue that was empty, people started looking into it. Venues started calling each other because they had booked the whole tour. And they say check the actual numbers. And it turns out nobody had actually bought a single ticket for any of the shows. Everything was faked on Facebook. All the attendees were bots, Brazilian accounts, or bot people. And there was this whole... When they booked the tour, they had this whole production with pictures and a, a booking agency. They they booked all the places via a booking agency. That actually was fake. And the band fretting is just one dude who hired three other musicians. His name is Jared. And I don't know, this is just amazing. So how did this happen? Like, did the
0: band and it's, like, did they know that this was fake or not fake or? So the, the
2: band is just one dude. Okay, so the dude. The dude hired three musicians via auditions. So a guitarist, a bass player, and uh, a drummer. And they went in, and they did their auditions, and They were said, okay, the tour is from this day to this day, all the travel is covered, and you're gonna get paid X amount of money, whatever. These are the songs, they get together, rehearse a bit, and go on the tour. And then on the first <laughs> date of the tour, no one shows up. On the second date of the tour, no one shows up. On the third day, everything gets, published on the internet because the venues talk to each other in England when where this started and it's like look out for this guy he says he sold all the tickets but it was empty and it's not like money was lost because he actually properly booked the places he paid for the rent and everything there was only one case on one in one of the cities um where the story uh, this first uh, the, the ball was started by the member of one of the bands that was opening for them in one of the shows that was present there and there was no one and then at some point someone showed up uh, to collect money for the rent of the backline gear and after a while he just went unpaid like nobody technically looks like nobody lost any money but yeah, So were these tickets actually like sold out and bought, but just only by... No, no, no. The like, tickets uh, weren't bots? sold at all. The bots were just for the Facebook events, mm. you know, and the YouTube likes because the band has videos on YouTube. So if you... <laughs> I, I'm not sure if the account right now still has them, but there were videos on YouTube with thousands and thousands of views of the band playing live. To fake audiences. To fake audiences. So if you... Just like in that... <laughs> God, what was that other band that did that? Uh, Skylark was the band, I think. Skylark, it's just like yeah.
1: Skylark, but they took
2: it further. They took it further. So wait, so, th- so
0: the dude was intentionally <clears throat> tricking people... Yes. ...behind this. So yeah. he
2: prepared... He, so this company contacts the venues to book this tour, right? This is a production mm-hmm. company um, that is called Stage Right Bookings. And... Freerin is signed to the label Superlative Music Recordings, which has its own Facebook page, and and it turns out it's all fake and it's just this dude saying all this. There's a they have a uh, this web page that was allegedly created by web design company Universal Web Group, which doesn't exist, and they have an award, what? the Top Rock Artist of the Year award, which is fake as well, doesn't exist. And they have their own Wikipedia page, which was also fake, just created so by him. So just pulling a,
0: a, a big old bamboozle. Yes, the biggest bamboozle <laughs> in the, the music fuck?
2: industry. Also a press, a press outlet called Top Rock Press that said good stuff about them. And you had the videos with the fake audiences. And so nobody doubted, okay, yes, we're booking them. This is how much it costs. The money exchange hands, whatever, they have the tickets, they have the whole tour laid out. And then it's just empty venues because, of course, nobody knows who about this band. It doesn't really have any following. But if you went to their Facebook and their Twitter and their YouTube, all these comments, all these stories of fans saying how they want to meet the dude because he's in the van and fangirling around, and it's all fake. What the fuck? <laughs> And is their music any good? <laughs> I, no, I don't know. I, I let everyone, I let everyone be the judge of this because he's an actual musician, so he sings and plays guitar. I think, and it's, uh, I don't know, it's not bad. And he had a band before with his brother, that that wasn't like terrible. They apparently did some uh, an amount of a decent amount of shows. So after. The first few uh, shows, and when this thing started blowing up on the internet, the drummer that was hired made a video explaining what he knew about the thing. So what they did was the drummer and the guitarist left the tour. They just bailed on the dude because they realized, they learned that this was all a fabricated band and a fabricated kind of tour uh, on the spot, like on the third show that was empty and they were like i we can we can continue with this joke and they just left they they were okay the drummer went to visit his family and the guitarist flew back to the u.s but the bassist has had to stay stick with the tour because he couldn't afford the plane ticket oh no so he, he's just mm-hmm. continuing the tour with uh, with jared with the dude um so
0: what he's just going from city to city with the like why do they even go to the shows if it's all fake just uh, they... <laughs> Wait, what do they do?
2: What's, they just do go they just on play to an empty very, venue, like a bartender. Yeah, it's a very, very expensive rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they are paying him. He's getting paid to do that, <laughs> so I guess. Uh, uh, and uh, this whole thing uh, is. But, I mean this this already this is already over uh, because this was at the stand of November, so he's probably back home. I actually don't have an update on the bass player. So this is, this whole thing started blowing up. Then the guitar player sent an email explaining uh, what he knew. And there is where he explained that they actually got hired. This booking agency contacted them and they went and they did auditions. They practiced the songs and they said, OK, yes, you got the part. It will be this much money, whatever. Which wasn't a lot of money, but it was decent and all the expenses were covered. So they took it and it was like <laughs> okay um empty empty venues and and the laughing stock of the music industry and then a few days after all this started blowing up the dude the actual jared Fredding made uh, a statement he tweeted a thing as it's now how statements are done? <laughs> yes. Hmm. He first said like, uh, "Jared Fredding to make a fake official statement tomorrow." Smiley face, hmm. and he tagged BBC News, an uh, enemy alt press. Metal sucks. Metal injection. BBC News. Metal sucks. A did... Fake official statement. Yeah. Metal That's sucks. Amazing. Did a whole a whole investigation on this. Um... It was it
1: was really fun to follow, honestly. Yeah. Like as yeah. As, B- as updates they... are coming out.
2: The day-to-day was, was amazing. It was like um, a
1: new, crazy, stupid
0: thing became uncovered every day. Yeah. Sometimes multiple times a day. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. Yeah, because I wasn't following any of this at all. You missed all <laughs> the popcorn.
2: Yeah. I'm going to show you... You to do, like, retroactive stuff here. Yeah. I'm going to show you so you can see his statement. I'll just link it to you guys. And... And everyone can find it very easily. But we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. I have some uh, sources for this. So are you seeing the tweet?
0: Yeah, I'm pulling it up.
1: So the tweet says, what is fake news? I turned an empty room into an international headline. If you are reading this, you are part of the illusion. Hashtag marketing. <laughs> hashtag psychology. A, a hashtag social man. media. Fake news. Threaten. Breaking the world. Music <laughs> industry.
0: What is this? And then he added and a bunch of
2: like news outlets. Yeah, and the picture is of him holding a shard of of a mirror where you can see his face reflected, yeah. his eye. So it's like, and it ha- and the picture has the same text as the as the tweet. Uh, and it's like, and it's <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's, oh, he, like he's trying- he spells his
1: name. This is important. He spells his name J E R E D. Oh yeah, sorry, Jared. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jared. It's, it's Jared spelled fun, not not Jared like a normal person. So was this just like a big crazy publicity stunt? So Apparently, that's what
2: he tried. I think that's what he tried to do to salvage the situation. To
1: pass it off. He he yeah. ruined his reputation, and he's never going to be able to do anything ever. Yeah, is what. How can anyone trust this? Guy. Like as a musician, he ruined his. His entire clout of artistic integrity with this stunt, mm-hmm. this is and he's never going to be able to do anything in the metal scene ever again. Is 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 the gist of it?
0: He added Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> he should have added Powerful Podcast or at, at Powerful PM. I uh, I was talking to coworkers
1: about it, coworkers that aren't metalheads at all, and they didn't quite get it. But like you know, the metal scene is so much more into artistic integrity, I think, than a lot of other scenes yeah. in general we're we're very big on someone being, you know, real with the fans. Be true. So this is everyone's getting angry, everyone's laughing at him. I think this is a good
2: time. Uh there are statements from the bases, for example, that he says he is talented and he doesn't feel like he was conned by him because well, he was hired to play and he went and played and they paid him. So <laughs> that's okay and however like he has whoever is responsible for tickle sales or whatever, I, I don't know, but he did the marketing, I guess. That's insane. It says apparently they they still had a good time sightseeing, so it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's something positive.
1: <laughs> so yeah. That's that's the whole threatened fiasco.
2: Yeah. And well uh he there, there's now a statement from his brother because it was dug out that he had a band before where he played with his brother and he's now sent, made an official statement to Metal Injection. And he says he's really disappointed on the choices of his brother and he's trying to <laughs> distance himself from him. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Family drama. So much drama. Yeah. It's like he, ha- he they haven't spoken since 2012 and oh, shit. and and they had like a somewhat successful original band together but then split up because Jerry wanted to take things in a direction and probably wanted to do something uh, like this. But it was like this, exactly. He's like, dude, 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 I have the
0: He's best had this idea of twenty twelve.
2: And and he says that he he <laughs> I'm you gonna, gonna quote okay, I'm gonna quote I'm gonna quote him. It is my goal with this statement not to disown my brother, but to disassociate and express my detest for his recent actions in the music industry. Like he, mm-hmm. his brother is trying to, to save himself from the stain. Save face and throw him under the bus. Yeah, and it's like very interesting how this could have only happened at this time. But at the same time, How could it happen at this time? Like, he built a fake popular band because he was selling it like a very popular band with a lot of YouTube views, with a lot of fans interaction, a lot of massive sold-out shows from the U.S. and he said to do a tour in Europe. And we have the tools with the internet and everything to see that and eat this lie. But at the same time, we have the same tools to check these things. Yeah, like you can you
0: can perpetuate lies easier, but
2: you can also fact check said lies. Yeah, because the moment this uh, went into the internet, you know, that it was a post from one of the members of an opening band for them that were sure they were going to play this huge ass show because this in band from the US that's coming is going to place all that show and we're going to open for them only to find themselves playing to nobody, <laughs> and <laughs> which is a massive disappointment. And only because of that, it started blowing up. And then the venues, I think that uh, many venues canceled the shows because they rather have people going into the venue than wasting it like that. Right. But they were actually paid for. If they canceled, they returned the money, I guess. I don't know. It's very interesting because it's like nobody was really monetary defrauded. Everyone got paid and everything. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. Well, the promoter got defrauded,
1: though, or whoever paid him.
2: No, no, no. So the promoter that booked the venues was a fake company he set up. It was himself. Oh, it was himself. He was the promoter. He was the label as well. It's a fake label.
1: Where did the money come from that he got paid? Well, the with? brother His said, own Money, the, I guess. The
2: brother says in the statement that most likely most of the money is borrowed. Who knows from where? Small business loan. All right. That's so, a great idea. <laughs> so, and, and, and well, uh, he was also saying that uh, with that amount of effort and money, he could have done something useful. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. for reals,
1: he could he could have marketed a a good band. Yeah, instead yeah. of marketing himself, could have done
0: a lot of things.
2: But technically, he marketed his band. It's he like did yeah, do marketing just he, in the he, horrible horrible way. It's like he did the marketing, and the venue owners added up. They nobody doubted the the emails from this company, and because they went and checked the views and and everything, and he was like, yeah, this looks. It's like you, if you get shared a video from a band where they are playing to a live audience that is looks like hundreds of people and there is 10,000 views and 300 comments and everything is likes. And you usually don't give a second thought to that. So it's like, oh, cool band. And if they have enough support from, like when you see the number there, you instantly think this is legit. It gives legitimacy to what you're watching. If you you are way more likely to respond positively or go back to or mention again, if you're shared the video of a band that has 10 million views than one that has 50. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that happens now. And and this dude, like, I, I don't buy the whole, uh, it was a social experiment aspect of it. But no, I think that was just trying to salvage it. I, I suppose it, it, it works because
0: I hadn't heard of Threatened before this and... Maybe you guys had no Oh, yeah, no,
2: he's a celebrity. He had his 15 minutes of glory on the spotlight because those couple, that week on early November, it was like I was checking every day to, knew, <laughs> to yeah, know he what, was, what was the new development. He, he came up oh, like boy. every day for solid two weeks.
1: Yeah, I kind of was How it. how does he transition this into something more concrete? Don't know. Good on him. Write a book. For figuring that out if he doesn't. No, he has to write a book about the thing. Yeah, he, he could write a book. Yeah, that'd work <laughs> that would work jared breton if if you listen to us and write a book um we we need royalties yeah,
2: yeah all of them
1: <laughs> just give us like half a percent of book sales that's fine
0: at powerful publishing
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, i don't I, I don't have an update on one thing but i remember the, the the guitarist said that they all got together at his house to go to start the tour so all their cars are at were at his house. So, they had to go back and wait for him to finish the tour to <laughs> record oh, them. Up. So, that's, that must have been a fun meeting.
0: <laughs> like, hey, man, how's it going?
2: How's the tour? <laughs> ah, and and it's like, man, what a time to be alive when you can pull. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think we have a new, new a... phrasal bar pull a threading. You <laughs> you're you're threatening the needle. He so... faked it. Fake it till you make it has been taken to its utmost extreme so Indeed. not
0: only did
1: this whole threatened thing happened speaking but, of fake uh, tours but recently riot five or riot v is it, is it actually five i think it's five riot five announced a north american tour or lots they? of dates real good everyone's real happy people are buying tickets there are local openers attached to the to the various shows Everyone's looking forward to next summer when Riot 5 comes and tours North America. But then, comes out. It's not a real tour. No one ever consulted the band. So, Riot was like, hey, they have made a Facebook post saying, it has come to our attention that a number of dates have been announced online for Riot 5. We would like to stress that until you hear it from the band via our website or social media pages that it cannot be considered official. We will be performing in 2019 and look forward to seeing you. So somehow a bunch of like like half a tour cuz only like half of the dates are wrong. So like half of a tour was fraudulently booked and tickets were sold and then a whole bunch of refunds had to
0: be issued. This was all like last week. Yeah, like like the like the first comment on Facebook like though the Whiskey Gogo, which is like a popular metal venue in LA, sold tickets
2: and <laughs> uh, not anymore. Yeah, that's it's insane like how because tickets were sold for this so who set that up? I don't think
0: that's come out. It's just crazy. I know four gates was very very sad to see that riot wasn't actually yeah going to be touring North America. Well, they
1: are still touring North America.
2: Are like are they? But some of the dates weren't real. So every every date that is real is in twenty nineteen, and there were dates that tickets were sold to for twenty eighteen. I think no as well.
1: No, the entire tour was in twenty nineteen. But some of them were real and some of them weren't. Man, I'm I'm pretty sure. Terrible. But why? I have a, I actually have a friend who is opening for them, in the uh, the Arizona show, in June, and I'm I'm trying to figure out whether or not our show is real or not. I'm gonna get his opinion on it here in a minute. If if he gets back to me
0: while we're recording. Yeah. If you click on tour dates on Facebook, uh, there are dates in Mesa, Arizona, and Clifton, New Jersey. If this is, I don't, I don't know what to trust. I mean, anymore. those are the only two dates. That's weird. But you know who I do trust when it comes to tours. Oh man, I trust Tobias. Tobias Sammet. What is he doing? He's doing Avantasia. He's taken Moon Glow around the world, and they finally announced the dates for their time in North America. Wait, so it's a real. World tour now. Wait, do they have South American dates yet? Uh, I don't think so. They have. A, so we're almost. They put there. Australia. They got like two shows in Australia, and then they're coming to the U.S. and I think a show in Canada. Uh, 70k from from the subreddit says that he heard a rumor that Asian
1: dates are coming soon too. I'm sure they're gonna go everywhere. So this is this like, is the first just... world tour in a while that's actually a world tour. Like, I.
0: What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> when people announce when but, fucking European bands announce a world tour, they don't play a world tour. What? They play a, a Europe and South America tour. That's not a world tour. That's two yeah. continents.
2: That's a world
0: tour.
1: That's two continents. That's
2: that's and they like ignore half of, Asia, more than
1: Africa, Australia, and North America.
0: Uh, I don't know a, if I don't. They go to Japan.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: Well, regardless, this is really exciting. Uh, I've heard fantastic things about Amentasia Live. Uh, I missed them the last time they came to the U.S., and that's one of my greatest regrets in life. But it's okay now, because they have not one but two shows in California. I've already bought a Tier 1 ticket for the show in Anaheim. Unless the album sucks. I, be- I believe in it Toby. Might, it might be our greatest regret. I again. believe in Toby. I've liked the last two albums. They'll be fine. Yeah. He says that the press has been liking it so far, and I trust uh, I trust Toby in his totally hyperbolic Facebook statements. But they have a video on the official Aventasia page with the dates. I bought a ticket from Enter the Vault. I think this is as real as it gets until I get to Anaheim next next year. And it's like, oh, never mind. So, yeah,
1: I also bought a ticket to go to the Anaheim show. Tier 1. We're going to be right on Toby. We're going to touch him. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about the venue. Is it possible to touch him?
0: uh it depends because sometimes they'll have like an extra barrier set up before the stage like that's what it was like when we went to like uh Camelot. i was in the front like actually at the stage for sonata arctica and sabaton though so it kind of interesting they do weird things i feel like toby will make them put the partition up well they're gonna have so all their like crazy Avantasia stars like you know michael Kiske and yeah jorn and all those we'll probably lovely, have the lovely people though. We're going to sneak backstage. It's going to happen. Powerful. <laughs> he, he, they're going to invite us backstage, dude. Powerful is going to sneak backstage, have a we've meet got, and greet with Toby. We've got three powerful members on their way. Like, it's it's easy. Easy. We're in. Easy. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, definitely keep on the lookout for more tour dates from Avantasia. They're all over Europe, except for Poland. Sorry, Don. And oh, no. uh, they're going to be in Australia and the U.S. And I'm pretty sure, like we said, more... Uh, parts of the world in this real world tour uh, will be coming. Hey, Don, come to California. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm coming.
1: And if, if, any, if any listeners are going to go to the Anaheim show,
0: uh, holla at us. <laughs> I'm considering doing the San Jose show, too. We'll say hi. Considering it, I, I might do the San Jose show, but if I did San Jose, I'd have to fly because that's before the Anaheim show, right? I could make you my companion on Southwest. You'd have to come get me. Oh, yeah, Rip. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just um, make it it, a road trip weekend.
1: The San Jose show is is before the Anaheim Show, right? Yeah, it's San Jose's Friday and Anaheim's Sunday. So I'd have to fly into San Jose or fly into San Francisco or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then public transit down south to Anaheim.
0: There is no such thing.
1: then I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd have to in which case I'd have to drive to San Jose. And that's like we'll ten this hours. Out. I'm not doing that. Not <laughs> the doing listeners that. don't give a shit about our vacations. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, listeners. If you're gonna be in Anaheim, uh, let us know because we'll be there. Myself, Four Gates, and Zelda fan. Or maybe you'll get to meet Toby.
2: Who knows? And who knows? Maybe if you find the the powerful crew at the show, they might give you something. Or you'll just like say, "Hey, oh, hey, what's up? I'll buy you a beer." Anyway, I, we're
0: not buying anyone beers. That could get expensive. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we're not buying anyone
1: <laughs> beers. That could get expensive real quick. Cause you just have to come up to us. Yeah, and be like, yeah they hey, should buy podcast. you beers. Anyone could say if that. If anything.
0: Yeah, well who's gonna say
1: that? Anyone who wants a free beer could say that. So we're not buying people beers. God.
2: You've never tried the old ha you have a podcast line to get free beer? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Before
0: we get into the small bands, uh, Four Gates isn't here to to do this, so I guess I'll do it. We have social media pages that you guys should like and follow and be a part of. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube at Powerful Podcast. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Powerful PM. Uh, We have memes. Uh, We reply to things that people tell us usually. Uh, If you want us to check out a band, check out your band. Uh, Let us know. We like to hear from people. We hang around the Power Metal subreddit and Discord server. Uh, God help you if you attempt to do things in those wonderful places. But anyway, enough about Sabaton. Let's talk about bands that are less well-known than Sabaton. (laughs) Let's talk about small bands.
2: Smally, smally bands. Small bands that you might never have heard about and maybe there was no way they would cross your radar
0: all right indeed so we've got a big old list here that we've compiled these are all bands that you know we have found through one means or another Uh, the show notes are going to have a link to a song and their facebook page and you can find out all sorts of wonderful things about these people so uh uh, mr biscuit do you want to get going
1: yeah i guess we'll just go in order because that makes sense let me pull up my notes that i wrote oh notes so uh yeah i wrote a bunch of notes Two thousand characters worth of notes. <laughs> Damn. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's about a page. That's so still... with formatting. Yeah. Whoa. It's like three lines per band. Now I feel underprepared. Yeah, you guys should get on my level. So first band, Crowning Thieves. They are a band from Phoenix, Arizona. I've seen them a handful of times. Like three or four. And I really enjoy them, because every time I've seen them, they have changed their sound very slightly. The first time I saw them, they were like a prog rock band opening for I forget who. And I'm like, hmm, I kind of dug it, but these guys are just kind of like boring prog rock, whatever. But then I saw them again on accident. On accident. Like, a week and a half later. And they weren't playing prog rock anymore. Now they were playing, like, Melodeth. What? With, like weird creed style choruses i'm like all right all right that works and then the third time i saw them wasn't an accident and they were playing like power slash melodeth i don't know what the fuck they're doing i think they're just kind of doing whatever they feel like right now because they're still a newish band i think they're about a year old at this point they're working on their second album slash ep i don't know which they just recently shot a music video check them out crowning thieves phoenix arizona
0: what do they have available to listen to right now?
1: Uh, right now, I asked one of the band members, Kyle Pinkard, and he told me to share these, this track, The Wound. It's kind of melodeathy, and then it's got like really sweet, like uh, echoey choruses.
0: Yeah, like it's kind of power metal but also kind of not. Yeah. Or really not.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's not a very power metal track, but it's very metal in some way. Do they have really a song am- that
0: is the most power mentally? I guess to make oh, the I'd have to. Relevant? I'd
1: have to re-go through their stuff. I don't pay attention to song titles. Hmm. But that is, that is the track that the band asked me to share, so I will share that
0: track. Fair enough. Yeah, I gave them a listen, and I just turned it on again right now. It's uh, it's good stuff. I'm interested to see where they go, and you know, supporting your local scene. Good job. And then, uh, yeah, that's Chronic Thieves. Darko Don, did you listen to Chronic Thieves much?
3: Yeah. I have, but well, it. I don't think it's power metal at all.
0: Okay. I didn't say it was power metal.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah so mm, I said. I said they don't know bad, what. But...
1: I said I don't know what they're doing because they haven't really decided on a style yet.
2: Oh. Then I'm waiting for their debut. Yeah. So with some of the things that we're going to talk about, might not be strictly power metal, but we think, well, at least some of us think. It's worth uh, giving it a shot. Worth checking out.
1: Yep, 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 yep. It will appeal to power yeah, metal fans.
2: That's the thing. Yeah. As long as it, you have an open it mind, it should appeal to power metal fans. Fans. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of metal out there. Lots of kinds. Give it a shot. Some might say too many kinds. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we make more genre classifications. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess I'll do the next one too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, the um, next one was uh, Four Gates' contribution, correct?
1: Yep. This was a Four Gates pick, but she is not here. She is off being uh, busy and tired. So this next band is from San Diego, California, and they are called Malison. Um, the track that we are sharing is the, t- the uh, track one on their debut album. What is it called? What's the album Beyond called? Beyond the Sun. That's 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 the title track, okay? Yeah. So yeah, the uh, we're sharing. No, it's a self-titled album. So it's Malison album, Malison track, Beyond the Sun. Um, it's a straight-up power song, dude. It like turned on and just immediately started going into the power.
0: Yeah, this is like sort of traditional mixed with power metal. Like, would you yeah. would you call it USPM? I don't know.
1: Nah, it's it's it mm-hmm. walks that it walks that line between like traditional power and uspm it's kinda that like raw so kind of dream trolley kind of visigothy you like US regardless, power metal, just like good metal. Just,
2: yeah just give it a shot this this is cool this is really cool
1: yeah i'd put it in like the vein of halloween they're not very halloweeny but i get like a halloween vibe
0: okay regardless these guys are doing some really great metal I think of all the songs that I listened to on this list, I think this was one where like, right from the start, I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. This one's great. And fun fact about this band, I was adding their Facebook page to our show notes yesterday, and they're like, oh, hey, tonight we're playing in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. I found out they were playing a show like 20 minutes away from me,
1: like two hours before the show, and I'd already had plans for the evening, unfortunately. I'm actually really bummed that I didn't get to see them last night.
0: Uh, maybe next time.
1: Hopefully. And actually, they're, they're, they started the tour with, with the next band on
0: our list. Oh, did they? They did. Well, who is the next band on our list?
1: Uh, I think this was also a Four Gates pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the next band on the list is Silver Talon from Portland, Oregon. And the song that we are sharing is... Speed of the Night. Speed of the Night from their debut album, Becoming a Demon. Quite the name of an album, and they have really cool art.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what is what is Silver Talon like? What do you guys like about them? Um, I actually don't like the singer very much, so I'm gonna do. That. <laughs> I think
3: it's a band by ex-members of Spellcaster, if I'm not mistaken. Spellcaster is like, uh, I think speed metal. was.
1: Yeah, it's definitely got a speed, like vein to it.
0: Um, yeah, let the, me vo- the vocals are in a sort of more not quite aggressive, maybe speed medley style. It's not the same like uh, super like clean power medley style. So, yeah, their lead guitars, both of their
1: guitars and their drummer were both in Spellcaster, which was a heavy speed band. So that, that very definitely carries over into the into Silver Talon.
0: Mm-hmm. They have some cool riffing styles in here, too, because it sort of goes back and forth between, like, sort of catchy power metal stuff and then also more, like, aggressive, not not like, not like quite death metal, but, yeah, more speed metal. Yeah. But then they also I- will throw in, like, the keyboards, uh, just doing a little doodoodle-doos in there. Speed of the Night's a pretty cool track.
1: I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to give the rest of their stuff a try. I didn't have a, enough time to give the whole album a try, but i got to put that on. I I did listen to all of Mallison though, and the whole thing is good.
0: I will jump in from here. So, first band that I added to the list is a band called Final Chapter. Uh, This band is from Trier, Germany, and they do really cool uh, symphonic-style power metal uh, blending together male and female vocals. uh, Really great riffs, really great choruses, great keyboards, everything that you're looking for. Uh, This band... (laughs) Might have the hardest to find album I've ever experienced. It's not available on Spotify or any digital services. When I first discovered them in 2016, they had like two songs on YouTube and that was it. I think the rest of the album has eventually been uploaded to YouTube. Uh, I linked the song Trace of Fate off their newest album, Legions of the Sun. And it's, it's really cool. Uh, it starts off with a nice little key, uh, piano intro before getting into the riffs and the choruses and all the fun stuff that, you know, and love from power metal, uh, acquiring this album is difficult. Uh, good luck. The band has, you know, an official Facebook page, which I've linked, uh, they have a website which links to some like really like nineties style webpage page. And then it takes you to like a sketchy like Italian place to buy a physical CD from like if you want obscure shit and that you've never (laughs) heard of before. Real bonus points for never being on Spotify. Real underground here. Final Chapter. They've been around since like the late 90s. Oh shit, dude. Their their only other album, The Wizard Queen in 2004, had Tobias Samet on it. It did? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Like okay. I, I've only been ever been able to find the title track of the Wizard Queen on YouTube, and they, and like they had twelve years in between albums. The, and the website says featuring Tobias
1: Samet and Shitral Somapala uh, of Red German. Circuit.
0: Uh, maybe they're, maybe they're buddies. I don't know. Anyway, this this is one of my f- probably one of my favorite albums of the last few years. God knows if they're ever going to make another one. It might be another twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you shared this, this
1: this took me by surprise. This track, honestly, because it starts off with that that slow like g- the slow keyboard, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, this is going to be like standard fair like Italian style sympho power metal, right? Mm-hmm. And then it does like a you know forty second piano intro, whatever. And then the guitar starts and it drops into like some classic riffy German style power metal. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they have got few like
0: styles on this album. It's
1: like if Germans, German power metal heads did a, their take on Rhapsody.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Like like German riffy style with Italian influences. Uh, if I could plug a second song, uh, Garden of Fear uh, does a good Uh, job showcasing the female vocals which there's a surprising amount of on this album they do uh, uh, i've mentioned it before i'm a sucker for when those kind of go back and forth so yeah highly highly recommend final chapter if you can (laughs) you can find them you can find it (laughs) oh boy good pick good underground pick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. getting into more underground stuff uh next up we're talking about the band shadow strike from long island new york in the usa Uh, This one, I have to give credit where credit is due. I found out uh, about these guys because of our guy, Rallis, the fearless leader of our (laughs) power metal. And so these guys have an EP that they put out a couple of years ago, and it's really interesting. I linked the song, The Journey Begins, which is just straight up glorious, cheesy, over the top power metal. I think Darko said it sounds sort of Christmassy.
1: It it reminded me a lot of uh, Twilight Force. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does it is kinda of have like that jolly vibe to it. Interesting thing about their EP, some of the other songs on it are almost more like video game soundtrack inspired. Hmm. There's uh some almost almost like chiptunies. Not maybe sort of chip tuny stuff. Uh with some of the keyboards that they do
2: later on. I only checked the the one song and yeah to me it sounds like a Christmas song.
0: <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Totally. So important thing about Shadow Strike. They have an album coming out uh, soon-ish, next Ooh, year. Next year. Let me see if I can find the actual information about that. It is called Legends of Human Spirit, and it has really dope cover artwork. Uh, the original announcement had it poised for a 2018 release. <laughs> that didn't happen. So, uh, soon, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah.
1: And uh, these guys do have a band camp. Yes. I mean, these, This might actually be the first band that we've done with the band camp. I assume Malison and Silver Talent have band camps, actually. It's
0: their but current time frame says early 2019, if they can. I'm looking forward yeah, to I'm it. I've same. only heard yeah. one
2: song I la- from Shadow Strike, but I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to it Based on that one song, I really like it, and I want to hear more.
0: Yes. Uh, I think that's my favorite song of theirs, so it might not be as good, but who knows? It's been a few years since that uh, EP came out, and I'm really interested to see where they go from here. Because they've got some really promising sounds. We can only assume they
1: got better. Right?
0: Yep. That's the assumption we In have general, to make. Especially because so many of the bands that we're talking about are have like no more than like one or two albums out. Yeah. They're gonna be really growing their experience. Mm-hmm. My my take on it is if you're a fan of Twilight Force or the new
1: project North Tail with Christian Erickson, you would like this band.
0: Because that <laughs> was that my pick?
1: immediately gut that was my immediate gut reaction when this song started.
0: hmm Super like cheesy it's gonna put a smile on your face i guarantee <laughs> yeah. it unless you're just like a jaded asshole unless
1: you're okay. the grinch unless you're the grinch <laughs> oh i had more notes um they actually remind me of nova rain a lot too with their choruses
3: oh yeah mm.
1: their, their choruses sound a lot like nova rain's choruses and i looked into it a little bit more and they're not related whatsoever um so that's coincidental i guess but they, they both definitely took a lot of influence from Dragon Force. Um, the, the guitar solo on, on this track is very Dragon Force-like wankery.
0: I really like it. <laughs> All righty. So that's Shadow Strike. Definitely check them out. And keep an eye. New album next year, soon, hopefully, maybe. The next band that I want to talk about is one that I discovered Fairly recently, a band called Winter Rage or Winter Rage—I don't know. Winter Rage has a single album a few years ago called "The Harmonic Passage," and I really, really like this album. These guys are from Genoa, Italy, and they do sort of have a Italian over-the-top sort of symphonic power metal style. But if you guys remember, you know, back in the good old days of last episode. <laughs> you're talking about unlucky Morpheus, and I said, wouldn't it be great if there's more power metal with violin in it? That wow. was my that was my one well, takeaway from the song. Was the violin? Well, these guys go hard on the violin. I found them like a week after we recorded that episode. I'm like, dude, this is great. So I've linked their song, "The Harmonic Passage," uh, the title track, and oh man, there's so much, there's like, so much violin, violin Just shredding right it's off great. the bat. Oh. This is another one where I think it just kicks your ass right from the start. It's it's dramatic. It's fun. I really like this one. It also immediately starts with the classic power metal. Ah, yeah. Like 10 seconds in, they hit you with a scream. Yeah. Like if you're a power metal band, you don't do that on at least one of your songs. Are you really a power metal band? That's how Final Chapter started their thing, too. As soon as they got over the uh, keyboard solo. Uh, that's another thing I'm a sucker for, is especially when you're opening It's a, it a good yell. Just a good ah. Uh, yeah. Important note about Winter Age. Uh, about a year after their album, they put out a Christmas song. Uh, we're tying it back, guys, into December. I missed this one last year, but I'm making up for it this year. They have a Christmas song called The Legend of the White Tenenbaum. Or Tenenbaum. And it's like sort of a medley. Yeah, it's like a medley of different Christmas songs done in their power metal-y style. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's got really cool art, too. Yeah, the artwork is sick. Best album art. Yeah, it's Santa with a sword fighting a white dragon. (laughs) And protecting his white Tannenbaum. It's amazing. And there's lots of great uh, Christmassy stuff in that single. So if you're looking for more Christmas power metal... Uh, Check that out, and then listen to our entire episode that we did on it last year.
1: Their logo is really cool too. Actually, I really love that logo.
0: Oh, they turned the T of Winter into like a fancy tree.
1: Like that should be their regular logo, honestly.
0: It is their regular logo. Is it? It's on the look at Harmonic (laughs) Passage. Yeah, it is. It's not a Christmas (laughs) tree. It's just a a tree.
1: Fantastic logo.
0: (laughs) It's legible, so you know they're not a true true metal band. (laughs) So. <laughs> anyway definitely check out winter Rage. all right any uh do you guys have anything else to add about those no because we got the real shit to talk about uh, i like them all we got real shit to talk about now no no more, no more pussy shit we've got we've got boys of battle to talk we got about the, we got the battle boys coming
1: up we got have the boys. We, have we talked about them on the show before? I'm sure we did. We, oh, we teased man. it, but we didn't
0: actually talk about no. it. we? I think no, we, we mentioned.
1: Not. Or did we deliberately put it off?
0: We deliberately put it off for this episode. Oh, maybe, maybe.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. So the boys of battle, they only have one song on YouTube. Uh, they only have the one song Slurp A Derp on YouTube, which I think is the best song on the album anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, these guys, these guys. I don't even know where to start with these guys.
0: It's like jokey, memey power metal, but good but like but like but good really good. (laughs) Like really good.
2: Yeah, it's really good. So first rule of power metal don't don't judge by the lyrics, please, because this is great. So
1: So the album, right? It's about like a bunch of kindergartners saving the world or something. Doing kindergartner shit. But it's also like an epic battle
0: yeah yeah so we listed the song slurpa derpa which is what is it the only one on youtube it's the only one on youtube they have a cover of
3: damon from it's always wait hold up hold up it's not a good cover
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think i found this cover like god knows how long ago
3: it's funny yeah, it's from I think I 11, did find this. No offense
0: yeah. to
1: Boys of Battle, but you didn't do a good Dayman cover because you had the ah, ah's
0: too quiet. Yeah, so that's that trades that's the off part. from ear to ear, the right to left. If you're listening on headphones, they ah oh, that's they go back cool. and forth.
1: Um, but Boys of Battle
0: or Battle Boys
1: by Boys of Battle, it's about kindergartners doing their thing, saving the world. Um, with songs such as Schoolyard Inferno, where they, the kid gets his ice cream cone stolen. Uh, head Full of Lead, where, he, where one of the kids stabs their evil teacher in the head
0: with a pencil. This is quite the concept album, I gotta say.
1: Uh, Slurp-a-derp, where you are introduced to Slurp-a-derp, the penguin? Is that the penguin on the cover? I think, I think it's the penguin. And the penguin uh, save, saves the world from the evil whatever the dragon is. Um, we have King to mention a the
0: song King of a Kingdom.
1: Yeah, King of a Kingdom. Obviously. Not it's, on YouTube, unfortunately.
0: It's on Bandcamp, though. The whole thing's on Bandcamp. Definitely check out the song King of a Kingdom just to hear the oh-ho-ho. Ho. It's so- It's perfect. Annoyingly catchy.
1: It's great. It's perfect. This, this album is great, and it was like our number one album probably a month ago. Yeah, we were memeing the shit out of this
3: one. <laughs> It originally came out in 2012 I think. Yes, and I
1: did 2011, th-
3: 2011 actually. 2011. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um I did it's contact the band on
3: Facebook and they did say there is something else
0: coming soon, quote unquote, TM. So, hmm. they also have another like side project called like Was it Idiot Police yeah. or Moron
2: Police? Moron Police. Moron Police. Moron Police. Moron Police. Yeah. And they they were working on an album for that and after that Moron Police is pretty fun. They are
0: doing voice great. And panel. Oh man. So, If you have to find one joke band that's also a really good band out of all of this, uh, Boys of Battle from Trondheim, Norway, Uh, keep it up, boys.
1: And uh, obviously, we'll link their stuff, just like everyone
0: else. Yes. All these things have an example song on YouTube and the Facebook page for the band. All right, let's get into the Argentinian block, Darko.
2: Yeah. So I looked for bands that you might not have heard of because, well, a lot of stuff, Down here takes its time to leak into the rest of the world. Uh, I'm going to mention one band that is power metal, but has operatic vocals. So I know like 80% of the people listening don't like it already, but I just want to give them a shout out. It's a cool band called Mandoble. They are from here, Buenos Aires, Argentina. And they do these long form songs. They are mostly power metal. They have a violin as one of the main... I was going to say main characters. One of the main players. And the vocalist is really good. And the drummer is really good. They have a great, great live show. So far, they have published one song, which is The Aviator, which is the one linked. But they are working on like six new songs, something like that. And they have uh, a video coming up soon. Some new stuff will be released. In the meantime, they are playing... If anyone from Argentina is listening, check them out, check their live shows. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, I checked them out. Uh the aviator song that you linked to us. And I definitely get like Xandria or old Nightwish vibes from it. Mm. I love that they use the violin. I <laughs> know we were just talking <laughs> about that. That's a, a pleasant surprise. They uh they're basically I go describe them as a more power metally version of the <laughs> the next band that we're gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> the time has come for me to show my true colors. This oh. is... Okay, guys. Like, let's... Let, real talk. This is the greatest band that we're ever going to talk about on Powerful. If if anyone checks out one band from all of any episode of Powerful, make it this next one.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. And maybe, that's a lot of...
2: That's a lot of <laughs> maybe that's take a, lot of a grain of
1: salt. Maybe, <laughs> maybe take what he just said with a grain of salt.
2: Yeah, like... <laughs> Like a whole tanker of salt. Dude. <laughs> so the time I'm has come... I'm trying to help you out, bro. The time has come to reveal that it this has been all a charade. <laughs> it's just a long We're game. We're the
0: real threat all
1: along. <laughs> yeah. Darko's just here to get self-promotion of 500 yeah. clicks.
2: Yeah. So...
1: Was it worth it? Was it worth the 500?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right.
2: <laughs> okay, so... I play in a couple of bands, and it's time for me, because and they are small, so I'm going to share them. First, my Argentinian band, which is called Afterpain, and we don't play power metal, actually, but we do symphonic kind of stuff. So it's like Sefi just said, Mandoble does actual power metal symphonic things, and we do symphonic things that are not really power metally, But you might like it uh with female vocals and stuff and if you check the song linked which is called lights out it's that kind of symphonic metal thingy and i play drums there and other stuff and record and mix and do all the magic so if you want to check it out we are about to release a new song which is kind of freshy. so a lot of riffs it's made out of guitar riffs so you might like that a bit, bo- a bit more, it should come out around the time this episode is airing. It has female vocals, nice. not operatic vocals, and keyboards and stuff. And the other band is Eons and Frown. This is an actual power metal band. So far we have released two songs, and this is an interesting one. This band started as an online collaboration out of the r Power Metals of Reddit a long time ago. I joined in the past year, I think, by like, around the time we started the podcast. We have two songs. Uh, the one that is linked is Age of Fire, which is, like, our proper first power metal song.
0: It's Dark Souls-themed, which is cool.
2: Yeah, it's about Dark Souls. And a lot of the songs that are being made and coming out are based around, probably, some of video games, some of movies, book sagas, stuff. All the high fantasy stuff power metal fans like. And... This is an open collaboration, so if you listening are a musician and play or sing power metal, if you're a drummer and can play power metal and actually can record <laughs> yourself, that'd be great. I play bass on two songs, on one of the songs, and a song that is about to come out as well around the time this episode comes out, which is another power metal song. Can you song. give us a tease for, what, for what,
0: that, what that song might be like or what it'll be about? Oh, it's a pretty cool song the
2: song is called... I wasn't supposed to listen to it yeah I, I don't know why you listen to it but how I didn't ask for it but I was given it so I, I listened I, I was told that you asked for it very very weird stuff is happening I did not yeah mm.
1: did. <laughs> it's a very nice song though it's called <laughs> yeah. The New Titans it's
2: called The New Titans yeah and The New Titans it has it, it already has the powerful treatment for the album art <laughs> yes <laughs> that's, that's great uh,
0: it's got good uh, art I, I... both my art and their art yeah I think it's worth mentioning that the second song you guys put out, Blade Runner, features vocals from none other than Sozo's Michael.
2: Yes, Sozo's Michael from Helium Prime Fame, which we have oh, friend of the
0: friend of the podcast. The yeah. Sozo's Michael.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. He, he sings in our song Blade Runner, which you will never guess what it's about.
1: <laughs> it's about running really fast with katanas.
2: What? Yeah. It's...
1: Yeah. It's
0: like a Naruto thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> perfect
2: we're we, we not the best with the titles but but the music the music works and we just have rotating people depending on what is being recorded what is being played check it out it's actually power metal you might like it i do and a new song is coming up and this is a strictly uh this is an international kind of thing. So I'm from Argentina, and we have people from the U.S., we have people from Canada, from England, also from... From Cyprus. Cyprus. And, well, if you're a musician and want to join, just hit me up. They do some solid stuff. He's not
1: just, yeah. he's not just like, being a self-promoting shield. They do some solid I, I, stuff. I, I am yeah. being a
2: self-promoting shield, but I think it's worth... But they also do solid stuff. Yeah, 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 we do like, solid stuff. When I first found about,
0: like, this project, and I listened to Age of Fire, I'm like, damn, this is... <laughs> this is actually really good.
1: Yeah, especially as like a debut with people that don't know each other.
0: Yeah, and like really your good guitarist who doesn't actually exist or something like that. The the, the vocalist is bad. oh the
2: vocalist yeah. yeah but um yeah it's a bit tough working only online uh, so everything is kind of slow but well we are about to release the first single first song so we're not working. You know, I on can vouch for that album.
1: third song. It sounds really good. I love the singer, honestly. That's great. He sounds fantastic on the yeah. song. Yeah, and he's I, really good. I hope you guys don't clean him up too much, actually, because I really love the the distortion on his voice.
2: Uh, I like I, the distortion and reverb. Uh, 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 so I, I don't know what, what you heard, but re-recordings have happened. I don't know. We'll see when we get the track, when the track is done. I need to work on it. But it should be out around December, so if you're listening to this, maybe look for it. Um, there's another band that I wanted to show everyone. This is not mine, so it's okay. It's not all shilling. Self-promotion's over? Yeah, self promo corner is over. This band is called Silverheart. They are from the city of Rosario, from Argentina as well. And they play a very mean power metal. The song that I liked, they don't have it on YouTube by itself. It's the first song on the album that's linked. They are working on an album that's going to be released in March. 2018 and this is like your your standard power metal with that not the more modern production style full of bombastic sounds and I don't know like orchestras clovering everything but uh more traditional in the mixing sense and it's really really cool fast stuff yeah uh, aggressive aggressive stuff
0: yeah when I listened to Silverheart's uh, song stay alive yesterday Like, that's another one where I was kind of like, as soon as the song started, I'm like, okay, I am in. I'm here for this. This is some good shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is for fans of power metal. That's as simple as I can put it. Yeah. (laughs) It's got, it's got, you know, catchy chorus. It's got cool keyboards going on in the background. You got Mm -hmm. some fast riffs. Like, yeah, it's, it's EOPM and it's at its finest. Yeah. Yeah. I really recommend this. Check it out. It's not a wall of sound arena metal thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Arena Metal. Heard it here first.
2: Mm -hmm. So another small band uh, that we wanted to show, it was Viathin. They are from Calgary, Canada. And we know of this band because a buddy of ours is a real, really big fan of them. And I actually really like that. That's this. an understatement. Yeah, it's an understatement. No, yeah, that's These an understatement. We know, we, we know <laughs> no, the number no, one big fan. Big fan is an understatement. Yeah, we know, we know the number one fan of Viathan. And this is... I actually like their album. I really like their stuff. It's uh, it's really cool power metal. Again, that's that's how I can say it. And you should trust me on this. Go check it out.
0: Would Darko ever lead you astray? No, he wouldn't. Listen to Viathan. Uh, their album is called... Sinosure, how do you say that?
2: Sinosure maybe? sinosure I don't know. It sounds like uh like I I don't know, like um like bi sounds like uh medication and cyanosure sounds like the disease or something. It's so <laughs> such weird words. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a seizure with cyanide or something. God. I don't know. I'm just Regardless, their music
0: is very, very good. Uh, we met the was it he, was he the guitarist? We met Jacob. He plays guitar Yeah, at Prog Power. Real nice yeah. guy. Cool uh, dude. He's got he's he's got a great band. I don't know if they're still working on an album. I think we said they're doing live shows. They're on hold. They're on a hiatus, I think. Yeah, on hold. I'm working on album three slash on hiatus. Oh. So it's a who knows? Maybe sometime we'll have something. But for now, they have good music that's worth listening to. The
3: song that's linked, it's, it sounds kind of like a drinking song, to be honest. It,
0: it does, does have like a, fun. A, a sea shanty thing to it, especially in the yeah, chorus. Yeah. Three Sheets to the Wind. Man, this is some good shit. I don't think I've heard this one yet. or Because I, I listened to the title track the most. Yeah. But this one's really good. I feel like you guys uh, who are listening, you should notice pretty much every band here we're like oh yeah they do this really good stuff well that's why we're here talking about
2: them yeah we don't talk about bad bands do we we don't okay we 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 don't talk about bands that we don't want to talk about i think that's the only right we do we do things because we
0: feel passionate about it and these are all bands that have you know captured our attentions of our you know our scene vet High, wow. <laughs> incredibly high standards. And you know, we filter down all of it to give you pure distilled power metal and others on this episode. There's a lot of good stuff out there.
2: We're trying to be a lighthouse pointing you in the, na- in the right direction in this unending sea of new bands on the internet. Yeah.
0: So that you don't end up like the white pearl at the bottom of the black ocean. Mm-hmm. That was Ooh. bad. Deep cut. <laughs> that was bad. That, that might have been bad, but you know what's not bad?
1: Oh, what? Wait, let me guess. Is it a band dredged up from the ancient depths of Sumerian hell? It
0: just might be. Oh. What What could this band be <laughs> that's been dredged oh, up man. from ancient Sumeria? <laughs> Does it have could it anything be? to do with Armageddon, maybe? Oh, it, it might. It might be like double that.
1: <laughs> oh, shit
0: oh <laughs> two armageddon now two geddens two, two. geddens it's a double gedden oh man so we 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 memed the shit out of this band yeah. <laughs> during raw power but in case uh you weren't paying attention to that which i don't blame you uh, we would like to give a big plug to the band double Geddon and their ep two geddens we don't really know for sure where these guys are from we think it's canada or u.s i, I think it's 100%. somewhere in alberta I don't know where, though. Uh, or it's um, Sumeria. Yeah. we've Ancient Sumeria, yeah. Ancient they Sumeria. Don't have, oh, don't they have, they're on Bandcamp and they're on Twitter. Their Bandcamp description, I think this is important to point out. After a 6,000-year hiatus, two ancient Sumerian demigods have emerged from the seventh dimension. After a thorough five-minute survey of all modern human forms of communication, they determined that only one stood out as worthy, and thus they formed a fucking heavy metal band. And that's what you're getting in for. They have two songs on their EP called Two Geddens." Uh, two members, Two ins, Double Geddins. It makes sense. Two songs. Yeah. First one is the fire-breathing giant of the ICCs, which is, I think, a more like traditional metal song. And then the second one, Snake Pit Skeleton, Snake is Pit more of a power metal band. I love Snake Pit Skeleton. I'm a piece of shit and love Snake Pit Skeleton. <laughs> Snake Pit Skeleton is so great. Uh, in the middle of the song... They sing Motherfucker just in the most glorious way, and it gets me every time. Uh, These guys are really cool. They're my my bros on Twitter. They're like one of the three people who actually tweets at me. Uh, I'm hoping to get them on the podcast at some point, maybe when they release their eventual album, which they've told us is going to be called Get In Dangerous, which I love. Oh, boy. Uh, Apparently, Uh, they weren't
1: even originally going to do more music. And then someone said, "Hey, we'll pay you. I'll pay them. Like, <laughs> like they got like a record deal or something.
2: Like, oh, oh I'll I'll buy their album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that reminds me that if I you... didn't buy their album. I'm buying it now. You should. I
0: yeah. yeah I'm buying Only it like right eight now.
1: People have bought it.
0: Yeah. If you check the supported by
2: on uh, Bandcamp, there's you uh, can... you'll
0: you'll notice a couple of, uh, some of my names on
2: there. Yeah. A nice little review by none other but Larry Biscuit right mm. there right there <laughs> mm-hmm. and Pizor I think he's the first
0: one <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I don't think he wrote a blurb though
2: no he didn't but I think it. he was the first to buy it but he's the first he's thing. got his anime thing there like, with a Santa hat <laughs> if you spend 10 minutes on Bandcamp, you'll see Pizor everywhere true like, yeah that's true
1: <laughs> uh,
3: <but laughs>
2: he owns it
3: basically yeah he is the Bandcamp. <laughs>
1: Uh, Double Geddon is for fans of the, the new traditional style. So fans of Dream Troll, Visigoth. New Set Wave of Shrad Heavy Metal. Yeah. If, if you like All those right. bands, you'll like uh, Double Geddon.
0: Or like uh, what's it, White Wizard or Holy Grail, those bands too. Or that one
1: that I said sounded like them earlier that we listened to today. Whatever, whichever band that was. Malison? Maybe. Yeah, Malison. it was Malison.
0: All right, well, so we just went through, what was it, like a dozen or so bands, all of which are worth your time checking out. If you get one uh, bit of uh, positive, a positivity out of this, one band that you like, one that you're going to throw into the rotation, one that you're going to throw a Facebook like, maybe buy their album, uh, then, you know, mission accomplished on our end, I think.
2: We are linking everything. Their Facebook pages, their YouTube uploads, or Bandcamp, if it, that's the only thing available. Go check it out. Support the bands. If they are local to you, go check them out live if they play. Yeah, we, we've included the location,
0: I think, for just about every single band. Mm-hmm. So, should we get into reviews that are for bands that are a bit more well-known than these, but are still worth checking out. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, First up on the docket, we've got the debut LP from Dire Peril called The Extraterrestrial Compendium. This one, we mentioned it last time, it's from some friends of the podcast. Uh, This is by Jason Ashcraft of Helion Prime and John Yelland of Judicator collaborating, making a sci-fi thing of... Riffs and cool stuff. What did you guys think about the extraterrestrial Compendium?
1: I liked most of it. Me too.
0: (laughs) I I, I like it. Uh, This album, album, I think it definitely does feel like a combination of Judicator and Helium Prime, which is hard, shocking, I know. So, you know, it's got like those speedy riffs, it's got John Yellen's very sort of unique vocal style, and like it's got that really, it's really aggressive, but also uh, really quite beautiful at times. What were some of your guys' favorite tracks on here? Uh, I'm
1: a basic bitch, and I loved John's harmonies on Queen of the Galaxy.
2: I think Queen of the Galaxy is my favorite track.
1: Those are some of the best harmonies I think I heard this
2: year.
0: Yeah, because it's definitely worth mentioning that that track is with Britney Slays of Unleash the
2: Archers fame. Yeah, and this is actually a re-recording, because they had released this song before when they started. Uh, I think they had a free song EP. And this was yeah. one of them, and they just re-recorded it probably for... Well, probably just again for this release, and it's still a great song. It's probably, like, the most accessible
0: of those tracks on here. Hmm.
3: Probably
0: a good starting point. Uh, especially, you know, everyone likes uh, Britney Slays' vocals, so that'll be a fun one to start with. I think a song in here that I really liked... Well, so the first single, Heart of the Furion... I thought was really great. Agreed. Uh, actually, uh, it was very nice. <laughs> As we said, it was very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, I think, I think that's when that really just encapsulates like what the band is about with, uh, the way the riffs are done on that one. Uh, I really like the, the song roughnecks. It's the shortest, I think it's the shortest song on the album and I wish it were longer. Cause that's the one I really wanted more of. I thought that song was really great. The way like the intensity kicks in at the chorus, uh, Really got me going. I really like
2: Total Recall. Yeah, oh yeah. Total Recall's good. That was my second favorite after Queen of the Galaxy. Total Recall has, I think, a really cool guitar solo on it. Yeah. The guitar work is what hooked me on that one from the start. Mm-hmm. I, th-
1: I think my top three are uh, Queen of the Galaxy, Blood in the Ice, and Heart of the Furion, a.k.a. the three singles. Finally a I band. I going on Blood in the Ice. Finally a band that can like put out good songs as their singles. Good job, Jason.
0: The, the the music video for Blood in the Ice is really cool.
1: It is.
3: I feel like I'm in a minority here, but Journey Beyond Stars is my favorite. The one with uh, the, Aryan. The crazy long song? Yeah, nine
0: and a half minutes. Yeah, at the, yeah. End. the longest one.
3: Really? I thought it was too long. Yeah. I, I Really? Why?
0: I, I, yeah, like I found
3: it interesting. Mm, Aryan did a good job.
0: Yeah, it's cool that Aryan's on it, sort of bringing it back around with the like, sci-fi opera guy. But yeah. I've, I feel this way about uh, Terror of the Cybernetic Space Monster and that I don't really like Jason's long songs. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think they do enough to justify their length. I think they kind of
2: plot along and
0: are kind of boring. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I think, like, well, you know, Jason, we think you're wonderful. Like, we've met, we talked. I don't think this is the best track you've done. I know you can do better. Yeah, the whole, the
0: I think the album, the last few songs are the ones I wasn't as big on, Alter 4 and Always Right Here and then Journey Beyond the Stars. Uh, That's where it kind of tapered off for me. But, you know, teach their own. Dawn is allowed to like Journey Beyond the Stars. I'm not going to get mad about that. Thanks, thank you, thank You, <laughs> uh, you have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely an album to check out though, guys. Uh, and I'm not just saying that to be a shill.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't we get, get anything from, from shilling. shilling.
0: We don't get anything from shilling this guy
1: from this band. We don't get
2: anything from shilling anyone.
1: Darko yeah. gets something from shilling his own stuff.
2: Uh, well, he gets that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do. Sorry, I won't do it again for yeah. like another year. <laughs> We've disclosed it. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> though, if any band like wants to give us stuff, maybe we'll shill you. We won't though, because we have integrity. Sure. <laughs> we'll talk about you. We'll we'll talk about you.
0: Next up is well, my friend. We have another album. We have a really great album to talk about. Oh, right. We've got we have Vionity's new album, Legend of the Starborn. Follow up to their 2014 album. Something like that. Something like that. A few years. It's been a few years for Vionity, and boy, let me tell you. Uh, or actually, let me ask you guys a question: Do you guys like Space Vikings? Mm, yeah. Well, if you like yeah. Space Vikings, then by God, you're gonna like this album because it is all about Space Vikings, and it's also really, really good power metal. I really enjoyed this album. Vionity's last album was really good, and so I was, I've been hyped for this one. Uh, definitely uh, worth looking into this one. Uh, like some of the other bands that we had talked about earlier, it's just it's straight up. Really great power metal, lots of great riffs and solos and choruses. It's really catchy. Great vocals. Uh, Vianity's vocal style is, uh, I'd say, a would you say a bit deeper than your standard power metal fare. Mm. It's it warm, perhaps. Uh, yeah, I'll go with warm, warm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to talk about music, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dark and Don, I don't think you guys have got around to this one. No unfortunately no i haven't unfortunately all right uh like like i was saying i think it's a concept album or at least an album about gets really into a concept
1: i don't i don't think it's a concept album i think they just went whole ham on the vikings thing yeah vikings
0: Vikings also space right yeah and it ties into atlantis too that comes in there uh interesting i need to actually look at the lyrics to this album because i might just be talking out my ass but Legend of the Starborn is a really great album. If I was to wreck a few of these songs, uh, I think my favorite was Warrior of the North. It has like a spoken interlude before it. And I was like, damn, they're really you know, hyping this next song up. It better be really good. And then it was probably my favorite on the album. That's the wrong favorite song on the album, though, because the real favorite song on the album is Freedom Vikings. With our, also a good one.
1: With our boy Patrick Celebi, who we met at Prague Power last year. Yes, this year.
0: Patrick, the singer of the band Bloodbound.
1: And he sounds he sounds
0: fantastic on this. Yeah, Freedom Vikings was another one of the songs that I really liked uh, uh, up there, as well as uh, Guiding Light. Yes. I think was the single Guiding Light. Yep, it's Guiding Light. Yeah, those are. And up- it's
1: very uplifting, hefty Guiding Light. You know, you can get that from the title.
0: Yeah, like I feel like there's a lot of overused song titles on this album. You got Sail Away. You've got Warrior of the North, Gates of Hell, but. By God, they work. I feel like it's strange pacing on the album to put uh, two of the last three songs are on the slower end with Lament and United We Stand. But, uh, you know, that's their choice. I thought United We Stand was pretty good.
1: Um, Honestly, I didn't pay attention to many of the song titles. I kind of zoned out when I listened to this, except for the couple of tracks that I Mm -hmm. mentioned.
0: uh, Highly recommend Vianity's Legend of the Starborn. Uh, It's up there among maybe my top maybe top 10 of the year we'll see i gotta i gotta let it sit for a bit cool. give, give give it a few more listens i'll be sure to check it out <laughs> i've got to think about these things because we've got the epic uh album of the year episode coming up so yeah i've got the wheels turning this is one that i've had my eye on for a while and one that uh i'm gonna be going back to space vikings <laughs> Like I'm not joking, like when you guys listen to this album, you're gonna <laughs> it's so many Vikings and Asgards and hammers and oh boy. And
1: space. <laughs> All over.
0: It is kind of ridiculous, but it's good music, so I you can deal with it.
1: Alright. Looks like we got one Another more album.
2: What and is this is, next album?
1: This is the obligatory album that we have to do because yeah. I'm sure everyone's talking about it.
2: And we actually talked about it um, before. And we said we, that we were going to review it, so we will. We've talked about this so one. Here a lot. we are.
1: We've got Conception, My Dark Symphony.
0: Okay, Their so should we issue EP. correction based off of our uh, last way we talked about this album? So this is Conception's big comeback. We said it was called Reconception. Oh, yeah, that was that's title. only, that was that's only partially track. true. Yeah. They have the, the the full album is called My Dark Symphony. It's not an album. It's but, an EP. It's an EP. Okay, it's an EP called My Dark Symphony of which the first track is called Reconception. But also, they have a single called Reconception, which features different songs on it.
2: Yeah, so they released, at least on the Spotify release, you can see Reconception, which is an album, and I'm just going to say album as the entity collection of songs, that has the title track Reconception, the song Grand Again, and the song Feather Moves. And the song Feather Moves is not part of the other album, My Dark Symphony, that has six songs. So this is confusing, I guess. Confusing it's and weird. Team Rage got mad at us,
0: but yeah. we fixed it, so too bad. Yeah. Anyway, what do you guys think about uh, Roy Kahn's big comeback to metal, you know, the second coming...
1: I didn't really like him. Yeah, me neither.
0: <laughs> it was kind of boring. I, think I the, thought it was fine. <laughs> the only
2: the only thing that's worth listening this for is the voice of Khan and nothing else.
1: Yeah, like his vocal performance was fantastic. He sounded great, but everything else was kind of...
2: Not even the melodies that <sighs> he's singing, but just the sound of his voice. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm not too big on Conception's style. Uh, I'm just happy that Roy Khan is back in metal and that he's still got it.
1: And it's just as edgy
0: as you would expect from Roycon. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course. It's called My it's, Dark Symphony.
1: It's got all the edge that you would expect, so good on them for doing that. Edgy lot is back.
0: Or, well, maybe. Oh,
1: I, I could only wish. <laughs> we can go away from wine a lot. Oh, that's good. Lot? That's good. I just made that up. That was on the fly. Oh, my God. <laughs> we could go away from wine a lot and go back to edgy. Edgy Camelot. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: so if you're so what what is my dark symphony like it's it's like
2: proggy sort of nah. stuff stop calling this stuff proggy
0: everything everything is prog dude everything. if you don't know what it is it's prog right <laughs> it's my fallback it's my fallback
2: no it's just like sinful metal stuff It's like it's got some gothic yeah shit so, in the, it the slower kind of yeah. Like Epica ish, I guess. Yeah, no. no, 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 because Epica mm. actually does other stuff. stuff. Like, yeah. That stuff. So th- this is like I don't know. The name of My Dark Symphony should tell you everything, actually. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like you know, like think of like method. edgy nightwish stuff.
2: Yeah. But with Recon. Nightwishy. Like my band, but <laughs> Like afterpin, (laughs) but with a
1: but with Roy Khan instead, which does feature Roy Roy Khan.
2: well, I have I have one complaint on this album. The first song, Reconception, the vocals when they start and for a long while, I think for most of the song, they have this megaphone or radio effect. And it's really loud compared to the rest of the instruments, and it makes it really annoying to listen to. Oh, like the news
1: headlines parts.
2: That's just like the minute long intro thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. It was really annoying.
0: But you know what's not annoying? Raycon's voice. No. Yeah. All the other songs.
1: It it almost makes up for it. (laughs) Almost. And it it was only like 25 minutes. So
0: I think it's kind of funny that like we've talked about this album multiple times, like hyping up beforehand, only
2: to be like, eh all right well that happens everything yeah. can flop or not be to our liking it shows yeah. that we're that
3: sincere happens. i think you might like i it. think we just don't like conception so far anyone heard this band before no which one conception conception i, I, never, I never actually
1: heard. have listened to conception no
2: this yeah. might be par for the course for what it. they do yeah so at least i didn't have any special like i didn't knew exactly what it was going to be but just based you know the name and the band pictures i imagine it, it was going to be this kind of music and, and their art sounds and like what it looks like yeah and yeah that, which is good that's uh faithful yeah. publicity um but uh even though taking that into account i'd say this is not the best i've heard i do understand why everyone loves roy khan his voice is really cool but the music is just not there. The drummer was cool. Though there was a lot of fun drumming there, especially in the track that is in, in, in Feather Moves, but nothing really whoa. I kind of like Grand Again, the first proper song.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think it's the best one. Roy sounds just great. So it starts strong. All right, so now we got, we
1: got one more segment this will be like a, like a rapid fire segment until maybe the end. Well, this is our, our coming soon TM stuff. So at some point in the next couple of months, this, this, these albums will be coming out. Look forward to singles. Uh, first, we've got Eternity's End, which we already talked about, coming out December 26th. Then we've got uh, Ancient Bards, Origin,
0: origine? origine, Origine. I think it's Origine. I don't know. It's Italian. Their are crowdfunded album... They hoped it would be up at the end of the year. Didn't quite make that. It's coming out January 25th, but they were teasing a single on December 14th. So keep an eye out for that one. Next up, we have uh, Moon Moonglow. Comes out on February 1st, and Toby has been teasing a single coming out probably in December. He said it would be a long one. So, you know, lots of content. Thank you, Toby. You know, Merry Christmas.
1: I'm hoping for like a 12 minute. Toby
0: epic. Like Let the Storm Descend Upon You, The Scarecrow, one of those. More. Oh boy, more. <laughs> He's had time to hone his craft. <laughs> like, He loves to be over the top, so let's let's do it. I'm there for it. Uh, Moonglow is one of my probably most anticipated albums right now. Let's do it. And then a bit further out, we've got uh, a couple albums I will mention in early February. Thornbridge, like we said, their follow-up album, Theatrical Masterpiece, comes out February 8th. I assume there'll be a single at some point in December or January. I'm hoping for a single this
1: month and in, in December before the
0: year's out. And then another the one.
1: And then another one midway through January, hopefully. That makes sense. That's what I'd hope for.
0: And we might as well mention Beast in Black. Their second album, like we said, from Hell with Love is coming out February eighth. They just released a single. What was it? Sweet True Lies?
1: Yeah, Sweet True Lies, uh by Bon Jovi. John by, yeah. by Bon Jovi. <laughs> by John Bon Jovi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we make that joke because uh, Darko overlaid that song with... Which Bon Jovi song was it? It's You Give Love a Bad Name. You Give Love a Bad Name. It's it's like literally the same song. And with Heaven is a Place on Earth.
2: Uh, and Heaven is a Place on Earth, yeah. They are all the yeah. same song. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, it's I pretty uh, rough. rough. I gotta say, like, Yanni's impression of Bon Jovi is impressive because... When the track came out, a couple of us were listening to the track and were actually wondering if it was Bon Jovi singing (laughs) on the It doesn't really sound like (laughs) Yanis. It's the weird thing. But
0: we'll see if they release a power metal song on that album. Maybe this is like the ultimate bait and switch,
1: just like last time. They've got to go the other way. Yeah. Like last time they released like a power metal track and like a ballady power metal track. And then we got Crazy Mad Insane. And now we get Bon Jovi and, I don't know, Joan Jett. <laughs> and and, Jett. and then we'll get, like, blast
0: some coming shit. in. Let's do yeah. this.
2: I, <laughs> I don't want know. brutal death growls. I honestly... This track is real fun to listen to. Oh, you yeah, mean, it's a fun song. I love Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. So. Yeah, exactly. And and I love Bon Jovi. I don't think... I don't think I want them to do a power metal song on their album. <laughs> I just want them to keep Maybe doing what they are doing because I think they do it very nicely. Yeah, they, they know what they're doing and it works. Yeah. And there's no this, need. This is
1: going to be the band. This is going to be the band to like adopt arena metal as yeah. their descriptor. Yeah. If if any band does it. it, it's going to be them.
2: I hope they do. I, I hope they do too. I'm
0: really all of all for
1: that. And then I hope they give credit where credit is due.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, Anton, I know you're there. <laughs> you're listening. You know what you're doing. Anyway, I'm not going to start the genre war argument again with that. It's, it's We've done
2: we already it many did that. times.
1: We have a whole episode titled genre wars. Yeah, you
2: can go and yep. listen to our opinions on that there. And what matters here they is that... They haven't changed. Yeah, they haven't changed. And, and we like this song.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I actually, I would like to see this live.
0: Really, oh honestly. for sure. They've been they're doing live shows with Nightwish in these giant fucking stadiums these days. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm sure it's great. Yeah, and yeah, Beast in Black.
1: I swear to God, they came out of nowhere. Yeah, and got so much money from behind them that now they're at the top. That's amazing.
2: It's their gazillion YouTube views, dude. And right behind them is the band that actually also came out of nowhere and has a lot of money, which is Workings. And then, Lech. yeah, I know that that one that actually isn't good, but it's the same. I I think that like the labels are just testing stuff, you know. Probably. And I I go to a Beast in Black show. Oh, oh I for, sure. for sure, go. It'd be it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> yeah.
1: A ton of fun as long as the Battle Beast isn't opening. Yeah. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> to do that. That'd be I, I don't weird. think they would do that. <laughs> that'd I think there's be some weird. bad blood there. <laughs> It'd be Battle Beasts and Delane opening for Beast in Black if they came to North America.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I can't take that And much. that's
1: true. Darko, you don't understand how true that, that statement is. I know, I know. You, you laugh, mean, but that's, that's what would happen.
0: You Maybe know, Leaves Eyes if they wanted to mix it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Leaves Eyes live. They're fun. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're good live. Their, their hype man is great.
2: You know, Delane, Delane is coming to Argentina next year in a co-headline tour.
0: With amorphous? Uh are you getting that one? Maybe I don't remember now. Dude, you got to check out their light up mic stands. They're, they <laughs> didn't have them. Level. I like. I saw them. They what? opened
2: for Nightwish, and they didn't have them. That's absurd.
1: Was that when they were like still a tiny opener and not like the giant opener they are now?
2: No, no, they are the international opener. Like, there's they are an international band. The, not opener. Like, it's like Nightwish with special guest Delain. That was the show, and then they <laughs> are two Argentinian openers. And they played like hmm. the full-blown show. And it was a nice show, but they didn't have the the magic mic stands. That's a I really think
1: Delaney needs to write some more material before they tour again.
2: Yeah, that probably could be for the better, but they are touring <laughs> in 2019.
1: They've been playing the same album for three years. Maybe two.
2: They need to write something new. They'll play here. September 2019. Tickets are already available.
1: September of next year?
2: Yes. They announced it. What the fuck? They announced, like, the day of the show with Nightwish, they gave me the flyer with the new... Marketing.
1: Yeah, they, they need to write something new next year.
2: They're co-headlining with Vur, that that other Did, symphony. Didn't
1: we see them at Prog
2: Power? Uh, no.
1: That's
0: one that we all missed. We missed it. We skipped them. We missed it? Yeah. yeah, gotcha. That was with Annika, what's-her-face... Uh, oh, people okay. told me the show was good uh but i missed it <laughs> i'll probably go to anyway show. i think we're rambling at this point <laughs> all right but yeah are.
1: that's that's uh people like the ramble i think as yeah. long as it doesn't go too far
0: are we too far um well, we hope you enjoyed this this special episode of powerful a power metal podcast check out the small bands uh throw them a bone uh i think there's. let some us know really what you cool- liked Oh, yeah, tell us which ones yeah, you checked tell, out yeah uh, we would love to hear if from you have you guys. any more for us, like we said before, throw them our way yeah if there's if there's one takeaway from this episode, it's that there really is a lot of good stuff out there. uh you might just have to look for it, but that's why we're here to help yeah, exactly and we we have an army of people looking for us, so <laughs> yeah we've got our we've got our friends that they're they're telling us stuff, we've got our audience they're telling us stuff, you know, let's work together in this guys
2: yeah, definitely. So, go check them out. Stay powerful. Stay powerful. Stay powerful. Yeah. Yeah.